Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Rodas, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter yesterday. Some girl said if Tyler White hits a, a Grand Slam, she would get a... A tattoo of male genitalia on her lower back. Did you see this? No. I know Tyler White hit a grand slam on Sunday against the Yankees. Oh, then maybe it was Sunday. Whatever it was. Yeah. So she, she posts this, and she's really good looking. Maybe not your type, but totally my type. And she posts this like, I don't know, two minutes before he hits the grand slam. And now, after that, it was on Twitter, all these radio stations are contacting her to see, like, if she wants to do the tattoo for charity, you know, if she, they want to make a big thing of this. And now she's got to, like, backtrack for getting the, uh, the, the picture of the uh, male genitalia on her lower back now. Well, I don't, I got to Should know she step bit. up? Should she step up? Yeah, you said you're going to do it. You can't back down now. You know, right. everyone tries to put these outlandish claims and then they go, oh, it'll never happen. And now it does. And look, I can't blame her. Tyler White has shown no power this year. So she probably thought, ah, this is never going to happen. All right. It's A-V-E-Y-P 64 on Twitter. Not 69. Okay. No, not 69. A-V-E-Y-P 64. Right. And then she says, if Tyler White hits a grand slam here, I'll get a tattoo of a blank on my lower back. The, the attention that people can get now. She got 6,600 likes for this, dude. Yeah, but look, if you say you're going to do something, you got to do she's, it. She's cute. She's from she's Houston, cute. Texas. Yeah. I, I mean, her face, I got to see the body. But, um, oh, well, first of all, how old is she? I don't want to get in trouble here. <laughs> she, she's uh, pretty cute. I mean, it's, I think she's uh, old enough for you, Ronas. I think. And then if you scroll down, and then people are like getting all over it, but scroll down a little bit, and then you see where the picture of her, and then go down, maybe about, it says, I'm dead, and she has these people. So one guy's like, hey, sorry, you're tweeting about Tyler White and the tattoo. My name is so-and-so, and I host a show on ESPN here in Houston. Will you come on and show and talk about this? We can try to raise money for our listeners. Uh, and she says, all of you people calling me a fraud, fake, etc. can literally F off. I'm not going to permanently score my body like that over a stupid tweet. Right. Yeah, Don't make the of... tweet then. Yeah. I mean, you got attention for it. So Right. Uh, Back it up. This other guy says, hi, Ava. My name is Derek, and I work for a syndicated radio show based in San Antonio. We broadcast on 10 different stations across the country. I was just curious if we could talk to you tomorrow morning about your tweet. It's hilarious. Just want to give it a shot. She should have just said she was hacked. <laughs> Look, I, I think this, wrote, is when... this is not good for my image. So, <laughs> think... Well, I, I don't think the tweet was great for your image to begin with. You know, I don't think that's something most people would tweet out. Maybe she was dr- you could have said I was drunk. And you know? there's a lot of excuses you could have used. And she's like, they're all talking about your tweet on the radio. Well, look, you're getting all the, you're getting what you wanted. You wanted a little fame. Yeah, she certainly has it now. Uh, I don't know what her followers were before. She's up to twenty two forty nine. So, 
<laughs> yeah, very interesting. It's amazing how uh, in today's social media era, how you can get attention in different ways. Maybe I got to think of doing something different here. I was going to say, Ronis, I think you're off on the wrong, the wrong track. I know, man. You've got to scar your on? body in multiple ways to get more followers. If the Mets but win the World Series, I'll do this. I don't have to worry, man, because they ain't winning crap. Right. You could just say that and leave it open-ended. I didn't say when the Mets were going to do that. That's I just said true. If, if the Mets I mean, do that. think about it. Someone five years ago could say, hey, if the Browns ever win a Super Bowl, I'll do this. And now they're probably uh, crapping their pants a little bit. They're like, wait a second. All of a sudden, the Browns are pretty good here. What do you think about the people who like do those stupid things in fantasy football leagues? Like if you come in last, you have to name your kid Peyton Manning or you got to get a tattoo of something stupid. Yeah, do you think that's just I, retarded. Um, not really. I mean, I guess it, it, it invokes a little bit of fun. And I think it also prevents uh, tanking a little bit, which is something that obviously has been a problem, I think, more so in basketball and baseball. But I think it's still there in football, you know, especially. And we've talked about coming up with incentives for leagues to keep the people at the bottom playing, whether it's a high score per week. I used to do that in my league, and I cut it out the last two years because I don't think it worked. And usually the thing is those teams at the bottom, their team is so bad, they probably can't have the high scoring week. Although I think with the way the game is played now, you can. I mean, think about it this past year. No, that was the playoffs, though, and those teams were eliminated. But, yeah, I know Matthew Berry did a big thing in his book about that, and you know, a lot of people tweeted him, and he'll retweet some of the punishments. So I'm okay with it because – I don't think I'll ever finish last. Now that I say that, I'll have like my first six six picks will all get injured and I'll like have nothing. And then Ron's going to tattoo of something. I I know you're the same way. Like both of us, we'd never finish last in a fantasy football league, right? It'll never happen. I'm going to knock on pieces of wood. I can't imagine it happening. I can't imagine it either. Even like if we had, for some reason, uh, we just had like the worst luck or a bad draft, we'd figure out a way to at least salvage it and. You know, even if it's five and nine, you know, it doesn't happen. Do you know that one year I was four and nine in a beat Dr. Roto league, but I had the most points in the league? Yeah, that happens. And that's why I like the setup that we have. And and that's why. And again, this is a good topic, too, to talk about. Now, as teams begin to set up their leagues, you have to have total points play a factor. And I I was amazed at the pushback I got last year when I tweeted about this. Oh, in your own? Really? In general or in your own league? Oh, my good. No, in in general. It was on Twitter. Seriously? yeah, I like tweeted something, and they go, "Oh no, it should be the top records." And um, oh, and then in my league, I got into a big argument with one of my best friends because we changed the rule. Um, you know, in my home league, we do double headers, and the right. top we we always did top six records because every year it worked out that whoever you know the top six points for the most part, or whoever had the most points, was always in the playoffs. And then two years ago, the team that had the second most points in the league. Missed the playoffs, and that never happened with the doubleheaders. So I said, you know what? The reason why I did the doubleheaders was to kind of offset some of that luck. You know, if you run into the high-scoring team every week in a league where you play one game, that's why you need to have the points like we do in the Fantasy Football World Championship. Right. So I changed the rule this past year, and I said top five records, and then the team with the remaining nine, because it's a 14-team league, gets in with the most points. So the year before, my friend was the beneficiary of the record, and then last year he had a good record. But he was knocked out because the team with the most points in the league, the didn't, most, didn't get right, didn't get right. in. So, and he got pissed at me, like, "Oh, you changed the rule to help your friend." I'm like, "Dude, we changed." It was my best, one of my best friends, who I don't want to see get in the playoffs. Like, I want to see him lose. Like, we have that rivalry, you know. <laughs> right. You know, I want to see him lose, even though we share a team in his work league. I don't want him to win in my home league. Like, I want him to be last place. He's like, "Oh, you changed the rule to help your friend." I'm like, "Do you realize we changed the rule before the year, and you endorsed it? You even said the rule should be changed." 
in your name because you benefited from it. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh no, but he didn't win when he was supposed to. I'm like, I cannot believe you. we're having this conversation. He had the most points in the league. You're telling me that that's his fault? You know, no, I, it, it, ha- it happens. And, but, and then even when I put something on Twitter, there was a lot of people like, no, it should be the top four records. Points shouldn't matter. I'm like, I know, I, know. I can't believe I told you I lost the. I told you I lost the guy in my league. So we have, and actually he's a pretty well-known guy. His name is uh, Dave Schultz. He used to write with Col- on Glenn Colton's weekly okay. article, right? Schultz says at the bottom of that article. So what happened was we do a thing. And I, I'm sure I told you this. If you win, you get two points. If you lose, you get zero. Mm-hmm. Out of the 12 teams, the four highest scores get two points, the four medium scores get one point, and the lowest scores get zero. So on any given week, you could get four points or, or down to zero, right? And the way we do it is that if – that I even put a contingency that if you score certain, like 28 points, I, I'll let you in as the seventh seed. Well, this one guy, Schultz, he had, like, a, had a winning record. He wins his division, but he had the worst points. And he was not one of the top six teams. He quit our league because he didn't think it was right that he shouldn't have gotten in. I'm like, you were not one of the best teams. You were winning every week, 87 to 82, when other people were putting up 150 points. That's just luck. It is. And I remember, yeah, I played in a league one year where they had three divisions and they did something like that. And, and you could have won your division six and seven and getting in. And that's a joke. Right. What's the, first of all, right. how do you determine divisions? It's all random. Like, it's so stupid. You shouldn't have divisions. And... We're trying to look. There's already some luck involved in fantasy football. We know that when you're playing a isolated team every week, and as you alluded to with that team, you can have the one of the lowest scores every week, and just happen to run into the lowest scoring team of the league each week. You could be three and zero with the you know eleventh most points in the league out of twelve, and there could be a team with the second most points that's zero and three just because they ran into the high score every single week. We know that happens, so we need to eliminate that luck. Whether you want to do double headers like I do, whether you want to do the format of the Fantasy Football World Championship where it's top record, then the team with the next most points, then the team with the next most records, and the team with the next most points, that has to be done because we've seen it every year. Teams that are four and nine, check this, five and check eight. this out. Check this out. Paul Sporer, this is the, in Tout War. So this is a baseball. He has 46 wins. I have 26 wins. Points against 3,200 against him. I have 3,600 against me. That just tells me that I played better teams on certain weeks. He's a crappy team. Now, I know that you say it may all equal out, but it doesn't always all equal out because football is only 13 weeks long. No, no. I think in football, it's way different. At least baseball, the season longer. But again, I still think you should be doing doubleheaders in baseball, too. I mean, I did I a do league. I too. Uh, we had one league. I did a points league for many years. We did doubleheaders. Eventually, he moved it to three teams per week. So You have to I, reduce I think- the risk. And I mean, the beautiful thing about our leagues is that I'm telling you, I was four and nine and I still made it in because I was the best team. That was a fact. I just was getting unlucky every week. And it happens. We see it every single year in football. And, the, you know, again, if you guys are experiencing this problem, now is the time. Well, you should have done it months ago, but we still have time. Most leagues have not been formed yet. People are just starting to contact each other. Hey, when's the draft? You got to tell your commissioner now. It shouldn't be just based on record. It is the wrong thing. And I'm amazed at how many people think it should be because it's wrong. And you're going to be on the wrong side one day for all of you people pounding your chest. Oh, it should be record. You know what's going to happen this year? You're going to be 4-9 with the second most points in the league. You're not going to get in. You're going to be pissed off as hell. And then you're going to come around and see our side of it. 
you know, I think people are reluctant to change, Adam. I really yes, do. It's true. People don't mm-hmm. like change. And they certainly don't like it in their fantasy leagues, the ones that they've been playing since 2001. You've been in the league for 19 years, and you're like, well, it's, it's been fine then. That doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it a good rule. Just because it hasn't hurt you before doesn't mean it won't hurt you this year. I, I don't even know. i got to be honest with you. I don't think I'd play in a league if it didn't have a, a, a spot for best points who, who didn't win their division. I don't think I'd be in a league with that. Yeah, again, that's why you have to kind of sift through rules and look at things before you join a league because points have to be rewarded in some fashion, whether it's the top four records, then the next two teams with the most points. It has to be a factor somewhere along the way or do have, the double have you looked at Have you looked at FSGA, the draft you're doing this week, uh, what, what it is? No, I meant to look at it earlier, and I didn't get a chance to. But, yeah, that draft is on Thursday. Um, they're using the RT Sports platform. Is it PPR? Um, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I, should, I will take a look for sure. I will definitely know the rules before I go in. Let's see. Rules. Uh, playoffs will be six teams, three weeks, uh, 16 roster spots, quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, a kicker, defense. Is there a flex here? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I was about to okay. say, where is there a flex? There is a flex. Yeah. Um, it looks like a $100 fab. Okay. Uh, you got to bid at least one buck. Remember, it's a hundred, not a thousand, because that that got me uh, in labor one year. Yeah. Oh my God, I bid like eighty-two dollars on somebody. It's not good. Yeah. Scoring. Let's see. Uh, it looks like receiving receptions. Yes. PPR. Okay. Good. All right. So, what number pick do you have? Two. All right. So you got to assume Saquon goes one, because if he goes two, you're taking him, right? Uh, probably. I mean, look, I, th- I think it's really close between the top three. McCaffrey, Zeke, and Barkley. I think it's really close. I wouldn't I put really Kamara don't. there. I put Kamara I wouldn't either. I put him four. I just did a draft where I had four and I took him. Yeah, well, yeah, that's about right. So if you're picking, you, I assume Barkley goes one. I, I mean, Barkley can't go three. Really? You would uh, let Barkley get past you? Probably not. I mean, look, the one concern I have about Barkley, when you compare him to the other backs there, he's on the worst offense. And there could be a quarterback change in the middle of the year. There's no Beckham there to draw defenders away. It's not a knock on Barkley's talent. But when you are comparing all those running backs, you're looking at catch. He could catch nine balls a game. He can catch nine balls a game. He could, but the touchdowns might not be there. You take gun to your head, Zeke or McCaffrey? Uh, I'm... I think McCaffrey, but man, it's hard to pass on Zeke. I mean, remember they didn't have a, a, a offensive line that was 100% last year. They should this year. They didn't have Cooper for half the year. He really helped. Zeke was involved heavily in the passing game last year. Zeke has stayed healthy. You know, the, I guess the biggest risk with Zeke is you know does a suspension happen because of that off the field incident, which I don't think so. But it's the NFL. I don't NFL. think so either. I don't think so either. Man, but I love Christian McCaffrey, dude. Oh, McCaffrey, I, I know. I mean, again, like the guy is uh, explosive. And he just gets he better. He literally gets better. Yeah, and he's, uh, you know, in an offense that obviously features him. You know, the one concern for him going to last year was could he be that back, and he clearly held up. Uh, he is. I don't think he's been on the injury report either in his uh, two right. years. Can, can you just promise me you're not going to take Kittle or – Ertz no, in not. round two and three. I'm not. I'm not. All right. All right. Because I, I, I'd be very upset at you. And would you take Kelsey if he drops? He's not dropping, but if he did. Oh, oh to the second? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. He's not, he's not making it to you. Trust he won't. me. He's not making he it won't. to you. 
Then again, I mean, I don't, I don't even. You never know in these drafts, but I doubt it. Well, these people, you're in the B league, run. anything's possible. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything's possible with those guys. I, I remember I, I hosted one of those. Drafts. It's the X. It's the gold league. They're calling it. Oh yeah, it did. It's, what's the other one? Diamond. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, I remember. Don't you remember? I hosted one of those leagues, and I, some they made some crazy picks from people I've never even heard of before. I'm like, who are they doing that? Um, round two. Do you take Amari Cooper in round three? See, the problem with Zeke is here's the problem with Zeke. You don't want to be Zeke Cooper. Way too much cowboy for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it, but it's not ideal. Uh, I recently took Cooper in a fourth pick around three. That's what I'm saying, but at your pick, he's there in round three. Or do you take Keenan Allen? Uh, I, see, I don't know with this group, man. I, I really don't know what these guys are going to do. Um, yeah, it's, it's a strange room. Literally, you know, it's a strange it really, room. It, you know, it depends who's there. You know, who's in your I, league? I, Give me some names. You tell me some who's in your league. I'm, they show the, the sites um, on the main page. It doesn't have the names. So who's there, the sites? I may know people. Uh, let's I'm see. connected, Ronis. I'm connected. We got DFS Karma, um, Prize Picks, Fantasy Football Sherpa. Uh, oh, it's not F- Scott Swinney, yeah. Fantasy Data, Yahoo Sports, Sports Info Solutions, CBS Sports, Fan Tracks. People, all right, we'll figure it out. All right, we'll go back to that over under thing that we did yesterday. I enjoyed that. We'll do that in our next segment when Full Time Fantasy returns right after this. And the flames went higher, and it burns, burns, burns. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the 8th Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
All right, we're back with full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Rona. Let's go to play FFWC right now. That's right now. And sign up for one of our leagues, whether it's the online championship, our draft and goes, which is our version of best ball, or the uh, fantasy football world championship. We're offering great prizes. As always, the draft room is sensational. The people that you play with are terrific. And, our, and like we've been talking about in our last segment, the rules are absolutely on point you get there are multiple ways to win there are multiple ways to get in the playoffs and once you're in the playoffs Ronus, i don't like it but i know that our bosses like it it's a free-for-all dude anybody can win yeah for sure uh but it is a fun contest again i like the setup because you have the extra flex spot it's something that i've had in my league for years i just feel like you should be rewarded if you draft someone in the 11th 12th 13th round and, you know, sometimes that happens and you hit on it. And in some leagues, you're like, damn, I don't have a spot to start them. So in this format, you get rewarded for those deep grabs, finding someone off the way of wire. I just think if you're in a group of skilled people, the larger the starting lineup, uh, the better it is. And especially if you're, you know, a savvy player, you should be rewarded for finding those players. And the league that we're talking about, your FSGA, only 16 rounds. I, I like 20. I hate 16. 16's terrible, dude. You get one injury, you're, you're in big trouble. And I'll tell you this. I'm not telling you what to do, even though I know some people will. One quarterback and one tight end. Oh, trust me, Doc. You think I don't know that? I preach that all the time. How many times? We've talked about this. If you're doing a draft now, okay, it is June 25th. You probably don't have waivers until September or the first week. Why are you holding two quarterbacks right now? You should always be holding a backup running back. You never know what injury is going to occur in training camp, in the preseason, in the exhibition games. And if that running back is on your roster, you saved yourself 30 to 40% of your fat budget. Oh, my God, for sure. Are you going to take a kicker in a defense? That's something that I need I might to not ask. do that. You know uh, what? I don't know if I, I want would, to know I would see if you, can, if you could avoid it. I bet you, though, they're going to say you have to. That's what they do in these leagues. But if you can avoid it, avoid it. Do and you know what? You'll you'll win the draft because you will get the most notoriety. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. oh, you're. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I should ask beforehand. No, because that's like I don't, winning the draft right there, dude. You can make know. a cut before. Just ask one question. Can we make moves before the season starts? If they say that, then you're then you're good to go. That is true. Or they or I could get screwed, and then it's like that. And then the draft, they're like, oh, by the way, you have to fill the starting lineup in the draft. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Well, I guess who's, it the, wouldn't com- who's the commissioner of your league? I have no idea. Some random guy? But, no yeah, I, I, see, you know my thought about winning these drafts around us. Whoever gets the most publicity wins. You will get publicity for that move. I'm not worried about that. Look, it's better than a tattoo, Ronis. Just don't have Well, I'm not getting a tattoo of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> like that girl said. <laughs> You gotta be All careful right. what you say, man. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Who knows? All right, Atlanta Falcons over under eight interceptions for Matt Ryan. You like Matt Ryan this year? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with Ryan. Uh, I, I know he's kind of been like the every other year guy, but uh, I like the offensive line. You know, Dirk uh, Cutter's back as the OC there. Yeah, I know, and I know he likes to run the football. But I mean, is Freeman going to hold up? I mean, that's a he big likes to throw the football. Cutter likes well, to throw the ball. Also, running, all running backs do well under him, too, though. He's, uh, You know what? Dirk Cutter should never have been a head coach. Yeah. He's a very good offensive coordinator. Some guys should just know their role. No, it's absolutely true, and we see it all the time, and then they go back into a role that they were good at, and they do well. I say Ryan's over eight interceptions. Yeah, that's such a low number. I'll go over as well. All right, Carolina Panthers over under total yards. 17-20 for our boy Christian McCaffrey. Total. Hmm. 
He had 90, he, he took 91% of snaps last year. I know. That number's <laughs> got to drop at least That's a obscene. little bit, man. That's obscene. Um, I'll say over. They believe he can become the third player in NFL history to have 1,000 yards receiving and rushing in the same season. Talk about high expectations, right? <laughs> I think he can, too. Uh, over, I, I think I would take the over on that one. I really do. I think I'd take the over on that one. All right, New Orleans Saints, over under 38-40 passing yards for Drew Brees. Man. He was under 4,000 last year. I know because they ran the ball so much, and also their passing game was not good down the stretch. Traquan is there with Ted Ginn. That they're not reliable. Uh, Jared Cook's not reliable. Latavius uh, can't catch a cold. I'm gonna go over. He was just he was just under four last year. Three nine nine two. I'm gonna go over. I, think, I don't. But I don't think he's gonna be. He's a guy I don't see on any of my fantasy teams this year. I feel like there's, there's no way I draft Drew Brees. Yeah, None, I feel like zero. there's gonna be someone in every draft who goes, "Oh, Brees, it pick the eighth quarterback off the board. I'm gonna take him." Nah, right. I don't think so, man. He's getting older. We see where this offense is headed. That people have to remember, the Brees that we love was over 600 pass attempts every single year. He had 673 in 2016. The last two years, 536, 489. What are they in that span? 24 and 7. You think they're going to change? Why? No, and they don't need to because you want to get two more years out of Breeze. You want it. I mean, he's a leader. He's a great athlete. He's a great player. He knows the offense. I think you want to massage another two years out of this guy. So why are you going to risk him throwing the ball 62 times a game? And 74.4% completion percentage last year. So yeah. he's just very efficient, but they just don't throw as much as they used to. And, you know... You see, I'm 32 touchdowns, five picks, really good. But if you look at the game log last year, there was some games last year where he just really didn't help your fantasy team at all. This one's interesting. Over under 14 and a half starts for Jameis Winston. So here's what this person wrote. Before last season's three-game suspension and the injury, he started 45 consecutive games. But one issue he could run into is that the Bucks didn't make any significant upgrades to their O-line. And Bruce Arians is known for utilizing an empty backfield and attacking deep downfield, meaning there's no running back to pick up the blitzer, which should subject Jameis to more hits. Does Jameis Winston get over under 14 and a half starts? I'll go... Over, it's always probably risky doing with this quarterback. You're probably always, no matter who the quarterback is, because a lot of them will miss maybe one, two games. Uh, so you probably are better off taking the under, but I'm going to take the over. I'm going to tell you something here. I think Bruce Arians thinks he can win with Jameis. By week eight, he's going to figure out if he can or not, because if they're four and four, Jameis is not coming back next year. He's done. Well, he'll finish out the year. That's all we care about in right. fantasy. Right. He'll finish out the year. But I'm more. I'm, I'm telling you, I think Bruce Arians could be like, but maybe I'm wrong with this, Ronis, but weeks 14, 15, 16, the end of the year, when you may need Jameis Winston, what if I told you he might not be starting? Uh, if, if Arians have, is so annoyed at him. If I have Jameis Winston on my roster, then I'm going to be pretty pissed. <laughs> Just know that you heard it here first in the end of June. I'm just, because remember, Arians has to decide long-term, do they want to sign Jameis or not? Maybe it's a no. Yeah, I mean, he's going to figure that out this year, obviously. So if he, doesn't, if he does struggle, that is certainly something to consider. All right, this one here is the biggest over ever. Over under 2940 passing yards for Kyler Murray. I'll over. say over 3940, dude. Yeah, I'll take the over. I mean... 
they're putting that number low because they're going to say, oh, the offensive line, a lot of new pieces, new coaches. Right, let, cha- let me change it for you. I'll make it 3,800 over under. I'll take the over. I'll take the over too. I just think they're going to run so many plays. It's a poor defense. They want to play at a very high pace. I just think the numbers are going to be there. If I could get to the Westgate right now, I want to know what the player – can you figure out what the player prop is at the Westgate for the passing yards here? Because I want the over. Yeah, I think that number will go up by the time you get to the Westgate. No, I don't want to – that's why I want it now. I want somebody to to, to put the bet in for me today. Not, not when I get out to Vegas. When I get out to Vegas, that number's going to go up 400 yards. Yeah, exactly. That's why you need to get it done today. This is my, like, retirement money here, Ronus. There's is no it? way this guy doesn't go over 29-40 unless he gets – see, I hurt. think what they're projecting gets hurt. Because right, gets that hurt, he, right, because right. it's not a good offensive line. But I think he, he is going to be able to scramble a lot, which will help his rushing yards. And he's been pretty good, at least in college, of, not, of avoiding the big hit. True. But again, o- against, uh, Oklahoma is different than playing. I know that. Francisco. I know that. But I still think he's going to help. Yes, the offensive line isn't great. Uh, they allowed 52 sacks last year, uh, the Arizona offensive line. But I think I he's going to be able to scramble and avoid some of those hits because he's so elusive. He is really elusive. He's really good. All right, the Rams over under 10.5 wins for the Rams. Under. I agree with that. I think they peaked last year. Yeah, I'm concerned about this team. Uh, I think everything broke right. They, they lost some guys along the offensive line. We saw Goff struggle a little bit. Uh, defense might not be as good. It's a tougher. It's pretty. It's an improving division. I mean, you know, San Francisco will have health now with Garoppolo back. Uh, you got Arizona on the rise. Seattle's always tough. They so, play in the East Coast a bunch this year, and I think they play in London one game this year. That that may throw Goff off. Yeah, so uh, I, I take the under on that number. I think so, a lot of people will, will take the over. Do not draft Jared Goff Thursday. Just don't. I'm not. He's not okay. a really. He's not in my pocket of quarterbacks that I want. Yes, no way. All right, San Francisco 49ers over under eight wins. Ooh, I didn't look at their schedule. That would help, but I will take the under. Maybe they get seven. Yeah, I was thinking six, six and ten, seven and nine. That'd be a good year for them, wouldn't it? Yeah, step in the right direction. But I, I, they they could surprise. I mean, if things break right. Seattle over under eight hundred and eighty and a half receiving yards for their leading receiver. Uh, over, I think Tyler Lockett gets over. You think he gets a thousand yards? Yeah. I know everyone's going to say regression, this and that, but he's gonna he's gonna get more targets this year. He has to. I mean, maybe the touchdowns go down, or I mean, it's tough for him to keep up that efficiency. But no, Doug Baldwin, uh, inexperienced at some of the other wide receiver positions. Five catches Lockett. a game for Lockett. Is that fair? Five That's catches fair. a game. That's eighty. That's right. 80 That's what I'm saying. That's eighty receptions last year. Yeah. Right. So I mean, if if five a game he is had, not an unfair number. He, he had 965 receiving yards last year on on 57 catches. Well, but so, he was able to make big plays because you had Baldwin out there. They have no. Uh, t- who's their tight end, dude? I think you're their tight Dissy. end. Dissy. Well, distantly, right? That's I think terrible. They said yeah. So you got Dissy. You got. I mean, you you got issues here. This passing game. Well, Wilson makes things happen, man. He's good throwing the deep ball. So That's I think true. Lockett's going to be fine. I mean, right, even for his, his career, he's 14.3 yards per catch. Even if you say that 16.9 last year was an outlier, still think Lockett's going to be good.
No, I, I think if he, if he gets 80 catches, there's no way it's not over. All right, let's go AFC. Buffalo Bills over under 52% completion for Josh Allen. Oh, boy. Uh, That's like Blake Gabbert. That 52% like should be money in the bank, man, but it is Josh Allen. I mean, he's got to get better. He's got Would you pick weapons. Josh Allen as your starter in fantasy? I don't think I can, man. Even Isn't with the running isn't yeah, that risky, just, though, as your starter? As your he's a good number two. Right. He's a good two. So this way you, you have someone reliable, and then you take Allen, and if he shows improvement, more consistency, maybe breaks out, you're like, okay, I'm good. Right. Right. I agree with that. I think, I think he's over 52, but it's like 52.8. Yeah, I think you got Ah, oh, man, that's such a – got to take the over. All right, Miami, over under 12 and a half starts for Josh Rosen. Oh, I would I'm probably take the under. 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 Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking nine. Yeah. I mean, they, it looks like it's going to be Fitzpatrick to start. And we know Fitzpatrick is capable of having a couple good games, and then he'll have that five-interception game in the first half. And, then and Miami has, a week, has an early buy, has a week five buy. I, I still don't think, though, Fitz, Fitzpatrick was in ah, so many weapons last year. He doesn't have as much here in Miami. He's got nobody. He's got Devontae yeah, I, Pig Parker. Well, yeah, the story of the offseason once again. He, he, can we have a, should we have a preseason Hall of Fame? I mean, Devontae yeah. Parker's in it, right? <laughs> offseason workout Hall of Fame? All right, New England Patriots over under 11 wins. <sighs> Still in the AFC East. Can they beat the Jets twice? Yeah, the Jets do play them well at times. So they even do. if they split. So say they go 5-1 and one in the division. They beat Buffalo twice, and for sure they beat Miami twice. I haven't even looked at their schedule. So it's 11? Yeah. Oh, it's hard to bet against the Patriots, although I the don't think The last time the Patriots same. had fewer than 11 wins was 2009. How sick is that? In the NFL, man? <laughs> I mean, that is just... It's but just have you seen their the receiving core? It is awful. I, I think they're, they're carry... talking up. Did you see, you probably saw this, Josh Gordon again. Oh, plumber. yeah, Tom Brady. Oh. Let me tell you something. Nikhil Carey may be my most overrated player this year. He might be because I just don't think he can separate. And if you can't separate, you, he can't throw you the ball. Yeah, well, I took him in our draft already, so. <laughs> I don't dislike the player, but I think no, he's I a player year two. I like more than a year one. It, yeah, let's see. They got they got the Redskins. They got the Giants. Oh, man. Oh. Like a Browns. <laughs> that's that's going to be a oh. good game. Ravens, game. Eagles, which will be tough. Texans, Ooh. tough. They well, Cowboys. Cowboys go to Ooh. England this year. The That's Chiefs. five losses right there, possibly. They have some bad teams, though. They got the Bengals. They get the Giants, the Redskins. I'll take the over because there's no England. It's I like, think 11 is, could be a push. I think, it could, be I think push. it could, too. I think they're one of those teams, though, where you, you just go to yourself, you know what, until they start losing, I'm not betting against them. Like, that's the way. I know that's terrible to say. But don't you feel that way? Like every don't I feel like the last couple of years we've been doing this and anything. All right, yeah, they're not going to be as good this year. Up oh, there, you go. Look, I, I wanted to bet against them in the Super Bowl. What an idiot! I, I couldn't. I learned my lesson, Doc. I told you I bet against them. I took the Chargers. I took the Chiefs. I said, all right, <laughs> lesson learned. Sean McVay and the Rams are not beating New England with two weeks prep. I will yeah. take New England in the Super Bowl. Learn my lesson. McVay, Even though the, who, the Chiefs could have won, though, man. Chiefs could have won that AFC. Yeah, they, they really just got the won. bad start, man. And, and if, they, if you know this, if they had the ball first in overtime, don't you think they would oh, win that game? Win that game. They couldn't win stop that them. game. No, right. Couldn't stop them. Couldn't stop them. Just got off to a slow start. The problem was Sean McVay was totally outcoached. 
and he even admitted it afterwards. Yeah. Finally, it was so bad. Like we were just sitting there, like you and that, and New England was ripe for the picking that game. They were right. Brady did not have a great game. It, it was, but of course, money on the line. Big drive to go. Fourth quarter. New England gets it done. All right, one more for you here. The Jets here over under a thousand twenty-five rushing yards for Le'Veon Bell. Ooh, I'll take the over. You like him this year? No, I didn't say that. I mean, that's not a thousand. This is not a big number, man. It's not a small number. Yeah, I mean, he should. They're gonna I rushing yards, field. not total yards. So you think right, he gets ninety rushing, rushing yards. yards a game? But the Jets could be behind in every game. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're gonna feed him the ball early and often. It's not like they're gonna abandon the run in the second quarter. So I, I'm gonna. Take I, I think he's a that. risky pick this year. He is, like, because we don't know. He set out an entire year. I don't think he was really good with the Steelers in his last year. I know people will look at the numbers and say, what are you talking about? He averaged four yards per carry behind that. James Conner or Lev Bell? James Conner or Lev Bell? You're drafting now. Who are you taking? Mark Conner has some risk, too. I mean, they're already talking about him getting reduced workload. I mean, he Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook or, 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 or Lev Bell? Who are you taking? I like Cook at the price, but Cook has his risk, too. I mean, Cook can Cook stay healthy? I mean, I, I was looking... Cook's numbers down the stretch were excellent. Those last five games, and we know he's that really Minnesota good. wants to run the football. I mean, the risk with him is health. It's two years in the league now that he's had injuries. But uh, especially if I can get Cook in round two, I'd rather have that. For sure, but not at your pick. Not at pick two. Yeah, no, not at pick two overall. No, I mean, pick yeah. two overall is like, you know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, it's you're, you're getting true. one of the top backs. I mean, right. And, you then, know, you're getting, and then you're getting then you're getting Hilton or Allen or a receiver like that. Or if a, run, if a running back drops. Yeah. All right, we'll talk more football, more over-unders when we return right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners... Everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free Free bets of up to $1,000 today. 
All right, guys, if you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. So save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. All right, let's continue with these over-unders. Over under 3,000 passing yards for Lamar Jackson. Passing yards. I got to think he'll improve, but they clearly just want to run the ball a ton. I love him in best ball. I don't love him in redraft leagues. Yeah, best he can, ball. He can kill you. Yeah. Uh, I will take. I got to do some math here. Uh, over, you said over 2,000, right? 3,000. Oh, 3,000. Okay. 3,000 mm. divided by 16 is 187 and a half yards a game. Passing. I'm take the under. I'm going to take the under. I think he could do it running more than passing. Yeah. He's not he, a very good quarterback. I'm telling you. He's I not like him. Not. He's not, though. He even said, too, that in the offseason he was uh, kind of disappointed with the way he was an OTA. So It just shows you the difference of college and the NFL. In college, he's a supreme athlete. He runs a little bit. He can float a pass, right? Float a pass deep. He looks great. The NFL, you float that, these guys are picking that off every time. Yeah, I mean, the key for him is obviously play action because they have to worry so much about him and the run game. You know, he should get a lot of one-on-one coverage, but he's got to make the throw. But Marquise Brown is good for that that offense. They need guys like that. They need Tyler Lockett. They need Marquise Brown. They don't need slow guys on the outside. Right. They need a guy that can get deep, which is why, I mean, I guess because he was thrown in, uh, you know, you, you would figure John Brown. Would have been a good fit, but, I mean, those receivers all just went way down once Lamar came in at quarterback. I don't know how reliable John Brown is with his hands. I think Willie Sneed is way more reliable. Well, Brown's gone. I know. I'm just saying in general. Right. I'm talking last year. I don't think Brown is a great pass catcher. I also think it was Jackson just – but Brown can get open deep, you know? No, he can't. I just just think it was, you know, he thrown into the mix and – it took some time for – there's obviously a ton that needs for the chemistry to develop, and they didn't have it. All right, Cincinnati, over under 1,100 rushing yards for Bro Mixon. I like Mixon a lot. I'm taking the over. I like Mixon too, and I've got to think that they're going to go right to him, right? Yeah, no, no question. All right, Cleveland Browns, over under nine wins. I know everyone loves them. They're high on him. I think, I think nine might be it. Uh, I think that might be a push. I think everyone's taking the over, which scares me. Well, Baltimore and the Steelers and the Bengals, I could see them going three and three against those teams. Exactly, man. You've got to win mean, six a- more. Yeah, I think it might be a push, man. I think if you ask most people right now, like if we they did say over, they don't say you over. think 80%? Yeah. Like they're, they're, which scares me, man. When, when everyone is on one side, you know this. We talk about it in sports betting. Go the other day. way. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, look, we can sit here, and there's a lot to like about the Browns. They still have to go out and get it done. There's, I think there's pressure on this team, man. All right, here we, here we go. Tennessee, 
I say win or loss. I I don't think Tennessee's a walkover. Um, where is that game? Home. I'll go I'll with win. S- I'll say win. At Jets, win two and zero. Oh, here we go. After, Doc, I got him in the Super Bowl at, at the, the at the Rams. At the Rams, I'll say loss. Oh, well, against the Rams, I'll say loss. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree there. At Baltimore, I'll say loss. So now they're two and two. Yes. At San Francisco on a Monday prime, night, prime time. Yeah. Yeah. You winning in that or losing that? I'll say win. All right, three and two. Then you're home against Seattle. I don't think Seattle travels well. All right, so four and two. Four and two heading into week eight. At New England, four and three. Yeah. At Denver. Not an easy place to play. No. Four and four? Uh, nah, I'll give them a win. Five and oh, three. Boy. You're playing yeah. Buffalo at home. Oh, man, six and three. Six, six and three. <laughs> Pittsburgh at home. Loss. All right, six and four. My, at my, uh, Miami at home, seven and four. At no, Pittsburgh. they lose that. They lose that. They, it's to Miami? Like, what, what, is, dude, what is this? They played Pittsburgh two times in three weeks. They have the bye, but come on, man. Yeah. What? This, all right, so, all right, obviously win Dolphins. Then uh, So they're seven the and four at Pittsburgh. Eight and yeah. four. They're eight and four, dude. I only need one more win with four more games. Oh, Cincinnati, man. Arizona, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. I think they get ten. I guess they could. They have some easy games here. The Jets and Miami, that, that, you know, that's, that could help there. San Francisco and Seattle, those are winnable. Right there, they should win three out of those four. Yeah, San Fran on the road and Monday night, that's tricky. It's always tough to win on the road in prime time. So. How about if I give you a, an upset special here? Miami uh, beats them on the road, and here's why. You got two games against Pittsburgh, right? Exactly. You're com- first of all, you're coming off a Pittsburgh game, which looks like it's a Thursday Thursday night, night right? So th- Thursday night at home, then you got the Dolphins a week, week later, and then you have a bye, and then the Steelers. No, no, right. no bye. My bad. No bye. Uh, then you got the Steelers, right? right. Oh yeah. So it's, you're not even thinking a, about Miami. That's a, a sucker bad, game right there. That is right? a bad sandwich game. And again, yeah. this is a team that is not used to dealing with high expectations. Right. So right. They might overlook that. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's always something to look at. So, Doc's right. already like, all right, I'm going to Westgate. <laughs> How many points are the Dolphins getting? I'm that taking that game now, baby. I'm in. 11? 11 <laughs> points they're getting? Yeah, give me the Dolphins. Dude, it's 11 now. It could be 17 by the time I, they play. I don't know what it is now. I'm just guessing. <laughs> all right. Pitts, can you bet on a game that's that far in advance? I don't know. Week one, they have the lines. Oh, okay. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers over under 86 tackles for Devin Bush. Over. Yeah, over. All right. Houston Texans, over under 47 times sacked for Deshaun Watson. Oh, boy. What was he sacked last year? A ton. Was it? 62. Oh, my goodness. I think Uh, he's – the line didn't really change. Yeah, that's the one. He still put up good numbers, man. I still like him. Um, You should like him. He's good. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, you're going to have to pay a top five pick to get him, which uh, we probably won't do. you got to take your quarterback in 10 or 11. Oh, trust me, Doc. Come on, man. Oh, 16 team league? Yeah, I 16, know this. Yeah, 16, yeah. No, 16 draft league. Yeah, yeah. There'll be a few guys that go, you know, they'll, they'll probably be like eight quarterbacks off the I'm going to predict who you're taking right now. Should I write it down and put it in an envelope and save you could it? Say or should it. I touch it? Say it. Matt Ryan in round 11. Uh, I don't know if he'll be there. You think he's gone? He could be, yeah. Are these knuckleheads in that league? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll take Kylo Murray. <laughs> oh, now you're talking. Now you're talking a roto draft right there. All right. I'm going to say he's sacked more than 47 times. Uh, 
boy. 62 last year. That's insane. It's like a pinata. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if – yeah, I'll take the over. All right, Indianapolis Colts over, under, the Colts giving up 23 points a game on defense. Under. Yeah, I think they're going to be I really like good. I like that defense, yeah. Yeah, me too. What, do you have the number for last year, what they gave up? It's got to be under that. The, Especially the second the half they had. 21 and a half points. Okay, yeah, their second half was phenomenal last year, man. All right, Jacksonville, over, under, 14 and a half starts for Nick Foles. Under. He's always hurt. Broken yeah, collarbone. Exactly. Broken something. Look, most quarterbacks, I think, when you have that number, the smart money is to take the under because you probably miss one game, maybe two. And all you need them to do is miss two games. This is a great one here. Over, under for the Titans, three and a half starts for Ryan Tannehill. Oh, because speaking of quarterbacks that are yeah. brittle, oh, my goodness. Ooh. I'll take. The under, but I don't feel good about it. Like, if you said you would go over, I, I see the reasoning and the rationale behind it. I mean, Mariota's always banked up. This is a, big year. This is a big year for Mariota, man. He's got to show something already. Well, it's the same thing with Jameis Winston. I think this is a seminal year. for. I, look, I think Marcus Mariota could end up being a, a, a supreme backup quarterback next year. Because if he can't get it done, I'm the Titans. I'm moving on. Yeah, you can't. How much longer can you wait? It's like the same story every year. I you think s- his problem is this. He can't run anymore. No, because and he's not a great passer of the football. No, it's true. I mean, when you watch his games, you're just not impressed. No. All right, AFC West, Denver Broncos over under eight and a half starts for Drew Locke. Hmm. I'm gonna take the under. Yeah, I think so too. I think Drew Locke is gonna be good, just not yet. All right, Kansas City Chiefs over under thirty five and a half touchdowns for Pat Mahomes. I'll take the over. I mean, we all know he's not going to do what he did last year, but, you know, uh, 35 is certainly reasonable. Right? Shouldn't he throw 40? Uh, 37, 38, I would say. I mean, look, he had 50 last year, but we all know that if you go look at the history of quarterbacks that have that year, they all come down the next year. We've seen it with Brady, Manning, uh, but 35 all right, it's, is It's reasonable. round nine. Pat Mahomes is on the board. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you'd have to even take him early. It's round seven, Pat Mahomes on the board. For what? For the playoff FWC? No, your, your, your crazy league on Thursday. Yeah, because I know I can find value late with okay. all in that draft. All right, so playoff. All right, so, yeah, no, that's right. I'd definitely take him in round seven. 100%. Doc will take him in round one and pick two and say, hey, look, I'm going <laughs> to run. figure it out. I'm going to run laps around <laughs> you guys. So I'll, give you, I'll give you a head start. <laughs> I'll give you a round head start. But in the playoff FWC, if he's there in round seven, I might take him. I might. Yeah, I, might. I, think, I think it's uh, – he won't be, though, right? There's you give me be... three running backs and three receivers first, I'll take him. Yeah, but – I don't think he's going to be there, right? I mean, there's no. always going to be someone. Uh, we have, Let me see. We had a draft, uh, an online championship the other night. Where do you go? Four or five, I would think. Let me see. I have it right here. Uh, I, I might get, where, he went five, six. Ooh, six is see. late. One, two, three, six four. is late. What pick in the sixth? Uh, first pick around six. So, oh, basically, so basically 61. Fifth, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think I – would you do it there? I don't think so. I mean, well, if you're going to do it, that's the pl- place to do it because you're not getting him after. Right, right. So these were the picks that went after: White, right. Penny, Watkins, Hunter Henry, Lindsey, Carson. I like Mahomes Coleman. better than every one of those guys you just named. Even even Henry. Yeah, I mean, do you okay. trust Hunter Henry? 
Or can I get Herndon? Can I get Herndon around 12 and get Mahomes? Yeah, Herndon, I don't think Herndon has the same upside as Henry, but though. You see what I'm saying, though. Can I no, get... No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I like Penny. I like Penny. I do like Penny this I year. I took Penny in our um, Superflex draft. I like Penny more than Carson. I do, too. And he For went ahead I can of him get in him. this draft. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah. in this draft, Penny was the 28th running back off the board. Carson was 30th. I like same that. Same round. I would do that, too. I would do that, too. But when you're naming me those players, there's nobody better than Mahomes. Yeah, the the other thing is, though, you see Mahomes going around six, Deshaun Watson around ten, man. I know, that's the thing. And that's, and that's, why, that's yeah. why you don't do it, because when you're getting uh, Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson and uh, all those guys, you're like, why didn't I wait three more rounds? Right, and then even you know, Murray was the eighth quarterback off this board in round 12, man. Round 12. Good value, good value. And then, and then the backup was Cousins in round 18, which is fine. Cousins is a dog with fleas. He's, I know that, but he had 30 touchdowns last year. I know. We talked about it. It's crazy. That. Yeah. All right. All right. We have two more teams here. How about this? Tom Brady last round. <laughs> uh, he should be. That's how bad he is. I agree. Like, I mean, he's, he's name value. I want Bra- how about if I would take Brady and Breeze in the 18th and 19th round this year? Can you imagine that? How cool well, would that see. be? Where do you think Breeze went? What number quarterback off the board? In this I one? think he went 12. 10, yeah. 10th quarterback in round 12. This yeah. is crazy, man. All right. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers round 11. Uh, yeah, that, well, I don't th- – that's I don't about know. right. Yeah. I won't take him, but that's about right. Yeah. I mean, but it just goes to show you how people wait on the quarterback in this format. you got to know the format and play to it. All right. Over under 14 and a half sacks for Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Bosa's back now. The whole health oh, – for them combined? Yeah. Oh, I'll take the over. Big time. All right. Yeah. Over under 1,000 receiving yards – for Antonio Brown. Over. I agree with that, too. He's just going to get the volume. I mean, the touchdowns probably will not be what they were in Pittsburgh, but you got to think he's getting heavy volume in that offense, and I don't think he's done. Even if you hate Derek Carr, which I know you do, I know you despise him, are you telling me he doesn't get 11 targets a game? He's got to. I mean, who else are you going to throw to? We, we did, look, we said the same thing about Amari Cooper. I think Brown is better, though. Oh, Brown is much. Cooper disappears when you don't throw in the ball. If you don't throw Brown the ball, he goes back and in, into the huddle. You know what he does? He gets into Derek Carr's face and says, "Throw me the freaking ball." I don't look. I think there was something there where Cooper just wasn't happy uh, because he's talked about how, how uh, he's being on on a real full team now. There was something not right there with the Raiders because Cooper was good with Dallas, man. Coop, well, don't, but. I go back to that whole disinterest thing. I think Cooper feels when he gets used early in a game, he focuses. But when he doesn't, he just runs random patterns. And you can't just run random. I mean, Brown is hyper-focused. He's going to demand that football. Because when he doesn't get the football, you know what he does to John Gruden? He's going to get it in his face in the sideline. I mean, he was pissed off in Pittsburgh, and he was getting the football. Right. So imagine what he's going to do. I mean, if John Gruden doesn't give him the football ten times a game, he's, he's, he's stupid. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we know that's going to happen. Um, yeah, no, Cooper with the Cowboys had some, you know, he, he had like two bad games. Who's them. the third receiver in Oakland? Can you name him? Uh, Tyra Williams and could be Hunter Renfro on the slot, right? Right. You're looking at Ryan Grant, J.J. Nelson, Hunter Renfro. You have Tyrell Williams. He's not a guy who gets a lot of catches. You have to give the ball to Antonio Brown. I think Williams is good, though. I mean, obviously he was crowded there with the Chargers, but, uh, you know, he should get targets in that offense. Shouldn't he get like seven catches, seven targets a game? Maybe he get four or five catches a game? 
He should. Whether it happens is another story. I mean, I think that they do want to run the football. I think you'll see a lot of Jacobs in this offense. But and Brown's <laughs> got to get his. I mean, you know, Brown is one of those receivers that you have to pepper with targets. You just have I to. Think, and especially I think Josh, with all the money they paid him. Paid him a lot of money. I think Josh Jacobs may be the most overrated player in the draft this year. He's going to wind up going, I think, round three when all is said and done. And, oh, for uh, sure. For sure. He's How, about I could argue he could right go now. round two. I could argue at the, at the end of round two. Oh, boy. If he has a good preseason, right? People yeah. jump him up. Yeah. You trust him? No. Not that early. Yeah. Would you he'll take him at the FSG, He'll be at the FSGA this week. Really? He, Did you get to meet yeah, him? Yeah, Friday. Oh, uh, I think Matthew Berry's interviewing him on Friday. Where's are you guys going? Is it a Met game? Is there a Met game that you go to this year? Yeah, Saturday. I was told. So uh, it's a who are four, they playing? Four o'clock game. The Braves. So oh, it's a good smoked. game. Ah, the Mets suck, bro. They, they are just so bad right now. I'm just sick of them. Didn't take long for me to get sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> Robinson Cano is batting ninth. Like every day he's hitting third. I mean, what are we doing? Like, there's so much you can live on reputation. You're not producing. Conforto's hitting. Conforto's numbers in Philadelphia are ridiculous. Last night, Cano came up with the bases loaded after they hit Alonso. That's the other thing. Alonso is like your best hitter. You're putting Robinson Cano, the protection I know, behind him. I, know. Like, I would on, walk man. Alonso every time to pitch to Cano, right? I would. I'd be hitting him, too. They hit him last night. Cano comes up, bases loaded, fly ball to center field, inning over. That's crazy. All right, guys. That's it for me. We've got another hour with Adam Ronas here at Full Time Fantasy. So this is Dr. O saying be well, take care, and keep it right here. We're back right after this.